Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. You're listening to Miss Becky's Classroom. Last time on Miss Becky's Classroom. She goes over and she sits with Fabio and she says, fine, let me see the egg. Now let's pick up our story. We're going to pick up in a small spaceship? Time machine? I don't know. A small transport vehicle where... Two humanoids that look like young human girls oh, are zipping across the dark vastness of space. It's a pretty cool looking looking spaceship. It's uh, it's blue and green and yellow and kind of a Art Deco design, and it's just zipping along and it's going as it goes through the through the space time and inside Kim and Kimmy are playing with paper dolls and talking about Becky and Kim Kimmy says are you sure the intel is good and Kim says, we're headed for the Kitty Nipple Nebula. That's where I heard they were. The egg, the egg I heard last night that she held it for the first time. It's it's going to take us a while to get there, but we're going to get that egg and we're going to make her pay. And that Amanda, we're going to take care of her too. Can you hand Jeez. me that dress? And Kimmy hands her the uh, the paper doll dress, and their little spaceship goes zipping along. And we're gonna fade out and fade back in on the loft apartment with the big party, and then wedding, and then uh, wedding party happened the night before. It went on till about three in the morning. Everybody was doing scorpion shots and flaming scorpion shots. Once everybody was asleep. Uh, somebody, a uh, two-headed somebody, apparently got up and did some vampiring. Uh, this is a few hours later, and Becky, you you kind of crawl out from under a stack of pillows or a pile of bodies. I don't know where you fell asleep or passed out, but uh, what do you what do you see? under Fabio? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you, were you, are you, did you sleep holding your egg or? Well, I slept, um, neck, my egg was kind of in the crook of my arm actually. Mm-hmm. But, and then like sparkles was wrapped around it. Oh. Yeah. 
That looks sounds really it's cute. Like, this is like his big brother. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of get up and you kind of stumble across to the the kitchen area in this loft and, and I'm really thirsty. There's a yeah. There's a there's also you, you grab a bottle of water. There's also a very nice looking coffee slash espresso machine. And so you start brewing up some uh, some morning bevies, and and you you look across the room and you see just this trail of blood um, from from the sofa off into what i mean there's there's some side rooms to this apartment um you don't exactly know where they all go because it was a it's a long and wild night but uh this blood trail kind of disappears into this one of the rooms and you you just kind of scream oh and Becky amanda, screams uh, yeah well yeah whoa and amanda you wake up and you at, you startle at the scream. You wake up and you look and you see that the whole front of your slash Clint's body and Clint's face are just covered in blood. And Becky, calm down. <laughs> it's, I mean, this does seem like a strange reaction from Becky. <laughs> I, I know. Are you still drunk? <laughs> It must have been really horrifying for Becky to scream. Uh, Being Becky, a lot of she, blood. Probably, yeah, she probably gave herself an extra headache when she yelled because of the hangover. <laughs> so she probably, Amanda. Screamed, probably screamed and then grabbed her grabbed her head. Amanda, yeah. maybe you should look in the mirror. It, it's fine. I, I know what we look like. You're covered in blood. Clint woke up. Shit. Yeah. He, uh, he ate the priestess. Oh. I didn't like that bitch anyway. <laughs> I know. And so oh, three dear. hours after she performs the red wedding for Hank, Hal, and Heidi, she, uh, she's killed by a vampire. Yeah. That's, that's kind of... It's a rough night. Well, um, she, she had stayed beyond her paid hours by Fabio. So, you know, it was on her own time. She, exactly. No. She, <laughs> she basically asked for it, right? There you go. Exactly. She hadn't had all those flaming scorpion shots. I guess we could say it was a red wedding. Oh. Okay. The other one, no. <laughs> so it's 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 pushing on six o'clock by now. You've got four hours, four hours or a little bit less before you have to be there for your appointment, uh, Amanda. You do have a dead body in the apartment. You need to do deal with the the honeymoon. The the new newlyweds are are starting to wake up and so are you going to try to conceal this from them are you well this is the morning after their wedding it is <laughs> it just it just doesn't seem really very pleasant to wake up to find out that there's been a murder um becky asks where the body is i mean was it a murder though like what murdered her yeah yeah, friend, one, he did. It's just one living creature predator 
consuming its prey. I mean... It doesn't matter. We gotta clean this mess up. Whatever. Okay. Um, I think the most obvious thing to do here is just let Sparkles eat the body. Oh, hell yes. Oh. I mean, that seems like the easiest way to clean it up. Okay, and so you follow the trail of blood and the body is just kind of haphazardly stashed in a broom closet. Um, so what's, what is, what does Sparkles eating the body, what's that look like? Kind of like Josie eating pizza? <laughs> Sorry, I'm really hungry, you guys. I'm really hungry. I apologize for the chewing on the podcast, but I'm really hungry. I don't think anybody can hear um, me. Amanda, or Cliff, what is your name? Becky's hungover. She needs to eat something to sop up the booze. Um, anyway, it looks exactly like all the nature documentaries of, like, an anaconda eating a deer. I mean, you guys have seen those. Mm-hmm. No, we haven't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's a slow process, and you can kind of see the body move through. Yeah, Sparkles Sparkles is kind of gelatinous, doesn't really have a jaw to unhinge, but opens up real wide, and and just, uh, did you did you check her pockets for, for any booty, um, treasures or anything before, uh, before? Well, yeah, of course. It looks like she's got a magic wand of some sort. Kind of like on a stick. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, like a, a, a piece of, of, of burnished ebony kind of uh, wand. You, and so you take that. You don't exactly know what it does. Um, Claire, are you involved in this at all? Are you still sleeping? Claire's still sleeping. She, she yeah. And and so, Becky, you also, <laughs> you, you um, look at her hands, and she's got a couple of real nice rings. Do you do you take those? They're not going to do her any. I mean, they might give sparkles indigestion. So yeah. Yeah. yeah so you take. It those seems like the appropriate thing to do. And uh, we won't go into those now. But if you remember that you have them, some point in the future, we'll figure out what they are. If they're just mundane, regular rings, or if they've got a little bit of magic or technology involved in them. Do Most you, likely. Uh, do you score anything off this uh, this dead priestess, Amanda? Um. Clint has sort of entered like a weird, like uh, post-Thanksgiving comatose phase. So yeah, Amanda's he's, he's not tri- doing much, but just kind of like hanging out there on the side of Clint's neck. So yeah, yeah, he's it's kind of uh, he. You didn't know there was uh, so much tryptophan in in uh, priestess yeah. blood. Yeah. And so you've disposed of the body now. There is a trail of blood leading across the room it's got to be about a 15 foot trail of a very noticeable blood stains and splashes and splatters um and the 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 newlyweds are kind of waking up and and heading towards the kitchen how do you how do you about go go about concealing that mess or do you um becky is pretty sure Claire probably has some sort of substance that can uh, clean that up pretty quickly in her science bag. That's what Becky calls it, her science bag. Her science bag. Like and that. so so Becky is rummaging through Claire's science bag, which I think wakes Claire up. And yes. Be- Be- okay, okay, I I had an okay, what does how does Claire react when she wakes up with somebody going through her science bag? Uh, uh, uh. Claire is finally 
more conscious. She had her rustling in the background and some slurping noises and thought, no, no, not involved this time. And <laughs> but then she heard rustling in her science bag and she started getting panicky. <laughs> and her arm automatically stretches out and slaps whoever's hands are digging through the bag and then the other hand whacks the person in the head. Ow! Oh! Oh, Becky, it's you. What do you need? We have a problem. Okay. Clint woke up and ate someone and there's blood all over the floor. I don't oh. think we're going to get our deposit back. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, just a minute. I'll, I'll get you something. So Claire runs, rummages through the science bag and reaches way down the bottom. Her it's, the bag's up to her shoulder because it's like um, Mary's Poppins bag. It just kind of goes forever at the bottom when the right person reaches into the bag. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she pulls out this bottle. Says here, add this to some water and just spray it on the blood or whatever else needs to be cleaned up. It won't clean it up. It will camouflage it. So we'll get our deposit back and we'll be fine. And uh, as that's going on, Polly, Polly staggers out onto <laughs> the porch of your hair, your big hairdo, and like, oh, what's 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 going on? I smell blood. Don't worry about it. Just go back to sleep, Polly. Okay. Polly. And he goes back inside her hair and, and lays, uh, you don't see him anymore. Uh, Claire feels the vibration of him shutting the door in her beehive, though. Behind yeah, him. And, and so you guys get the, get the place uh, cleaned up. The, the newlyweds are sitting on the way. They kind of ask about the, the priestess because they wanted to thank her again for being so helpful. Um, and you, you explained she had an early appointment. She was, uh, was doing a, a christening or something. And, and so they head out. Um, Hank, Hank, thanks you all personally for, for being so supportive and, and invites you to the, the uh, anniversary party they're already planning for their first year next year. And, and they head out. And uh, you look across the room and the, oh, they take their horses. Um, <laughs> there, there are just there's strangers just laying all over the, the the apartment too. The other people that kind of just showed up through the night because there was a party going on. Uh, the only the only entity that you know that's still left is is Fabio, and he's kind of laying on his his side uh, over in one corner of the room. And now now it's probably about seven thirty. In the morning. Oh, God. <laughs> is, there, is there like a cart or a wheelchair or a gurney or something that we can put Clint's body on? Anyway. I, I don't know. A breakfast trolley? <laughs> I mean, my plan was to sneak out of here before he woke up, but I guess we can see if Fabio can carry you. Uh... I know. I just, I was really hoping there was like a Waffle House or something. We could go get some breakfast before. 
my head transplant. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty hungry too. Oh, I guess I'll go wake him up. Thanks, Becky. You're a and how, how do you how do you do that? It's really like, pokes him. <laughs> oh, hello, Becky. Um, oh, excuse you, me. Morning, morning breath. You have a different <laughs> accent. <laughs> um. We kind of need you to give Amanda and Clint a ride to a local breakfast joint. We're oh. also kind of hoping maybe you know where one is. Oh, there's a Waffle House right there on the corner. <laughs> oh, you have Waffle House in this dimension, and too. I would be happy to give them a lift. I am your I am your beast of burden, my love. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Anything, well, anything for you. No, we'll, we'll owe you, Fabio. Oh no no! You will not owe me. Yes. I I am doing we'll this for my you. friends, my 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 lifelong companions, my my amigos, my my uh, my, my love and her friends. Okay, okay, we'll just take the ride. Thanks, bud. And so you load up this blood-covered body on the back of your horse lover. No, they spritzed. <laughs> we say. were spritzed. <laughs> so we're, we're camouflaged. The blood camouflage. Hmm? It's fine. We're fine. We look normal. Uh, okay. Um, this is a weird place. You can think that, but uh, yeah. And so you get into the freight <laughs> elevator, and you all head out. Uh, Claire, are you and Polly going to the Waffle House of the Waffle House surgery? It, it, yes, yes, we are coming with them because yeah. Because we're all hungry. We're hungry, and who knows what else will happen along the way, and who else we might run into. And so, Claire slings her science bag on her shoulder to come with. You you get downstairs, <laughs> and you walk out the lobby under the main street, and you look up and down the street, and it is nothing. I mean, it's quarter to eight in the morning, and you are amazed at how many creatures male and female and um i mean some are gelatinous some have bones some are insectoids are all doing the early morning walk of shame from whatever, whatever they gotten up to the night before um everybody is carrying their shoes and looking a little bit hungover and stumbling so the fact there's a blood-stained, two-headed entity on top of this uh, uh, centauricorn doesn't really, like you said, doesn't really uh, garner too much attention. And so you walk uh, around the corner, down the street, and you get to the, the Waffle House, which is just a couple storefronts away from, from Madame Tussauds uh, Robot Emporium. And so you in and and settle in... Um, the 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 person behind the counter says, "Hey, y'all, come on in, sit down. We we'll get you a menu." Thanks, bud. Are you sitting at a table, or are you going up to the counter, or the counter? Amanda likes to see her food being made. Yeah, so you're sitting at the coffle, <laughs> the counter at the Kitty Nipple Nebula Waffle House. Does it look like just any old Waffle House? Yeah. Oh. They have, they have humans <laughs> running it too. What? It's the first. It's the first humans we've seen. Since yeah, yeah. So, and it 
it like any any waffle house i have an experience with it could need a, it needs a deep cleaning um but the food is delicious uh, oh yeah guys so, okay, so, uh, so what can i get you um oh you you there you 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 got two heads that's pr- that's mighty nice um eating for two <laughs> uh not necessarily you might want to keep my companion asleep, if you know what I mean. Um, I don't, but I'll, okay. Uh, what can I get you? Um, I want, like, everything. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, thanks. I'm Sniff, really hungry. Fire up. We got, a, we got a number four. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out a lot of people come in and order the everything. Um, are, you, are, you sh- are you sharing that, or is that just for you? It's just for me. Okay. Like you said, <laughs> meeting for two. <laughs> what does uh, everybody else order? Well, Becky's really just more confused, and she's like, so where are you from? You're talking to who? The waiter. Gruff guy. Oh, oh uh, I'm, I'm from here and from there. I think you're from Earth. Um, I don't know what an Earth is, but... I, don't I think you're lying. Know. How did you get here? Um, I, I, I drove my Prius from my from, apartment. From Earth? Um, no, it's from, uh, from, uh, 14th Street right down the road. Yeah, but before that, how did you get from the planet Earth to the Kitty Nipple Nebula? I don't know what a planet Earth is. You're lying. I can tell you're a human. Um, okay, you, you apparently were been drinking, um... Yeah, a little bit hungover. We'll do that here here a lot, but uh, give me some waffles, please. Uh huh. <laughs> Sid, we need a we need an order of waffles. Did you want uh, peanut butter on those, or do you want syrup? Syrup. Syrup. And she's like side. She's like looking at at him from the corner of her eye because she knows that there is some tomfoolery going on here. This is very strange. There appears to be an earthen waffle house in the middle of the Kitty Nipple Nebula. Isn't it a franchise? It is, but... I don't think we need to be worded out by this. That dude is clearly from Earth. He's probably got a history. I'm covered in blood. Let's just let it go. Mm-hmm. Claire, do you order anything? He's yeah. She's doing, like, the eye on you thing. <laughs> Claire wants some cheesy scrambled eggs, five slices of bacon, and uh, large orange juice and coffee. All right, we'll give that right out to you. And he mixes it up, and and everything is done really fast. Um, Amanda brings out yours first. It's on on this rolling cart that they they just it's almost a conveyor belt they have going. They set up uh, uh, between between the griddle and the counter. <laughs> so it's still warm and hot when you get it. Fabio's gonna share with me. Yeah, Fabio's. He's just kind of standing there at the counter, and and yeah, uh, he's got a nice to let him shirt. Uh, <laughs> he gets a couple burn, a couple grease burns from the uh, the splatter off the off the grill. Uh, Claire, he brings your stuff right out, and uh, and Becky, uh, you don't notice this, but uh, he spits in yours before he hands it to ah! you. Oh. Well, that's fine, because Becky wasn't planning on eating any of those waffles anyway, because Becky thinks that there is something very nefarious going on here. 
Uh, the only result for the only thing that's gonna happen there is Becky's gonna be hungry later on. Um, and so you guys, you guys finish eating, and Amanda, right before you ask for the check, you feel sense Clint starting to stir. God damn it! Um, Stop no. it! Um, hey, go hey, back baby. To, hey, go back to sleep. Hey, baby, I just realized I sound a lot like the guy that works here. Um, um, uh, Do you know him? Uh, no, no, never seen him before. Um, what, what's been, what's the haps? What's been going on? We uh, can talk about, I got we can this talk weird, about this. Up. Can, I get, can I get some coffee or something? I got this weird taste no, in my mouth. No, no. Fabio, get us out of here, quick. Giddy up. <laughs> and she slaps him on the haunches. So you, wait, wait, wait! You were you were sitting you were sitting on the support corn <laughs> eating breakfast. Nobody put me in a chair. Claire was really hungover, and Becky was walking around this Waffle House so suspiciously that she thought maybe we might need to make a quick exit. <laughs> Okay, so I, I I'd imagined you were sitting next to him, but okay. No. So, uh, so you you slap uh, Fabio on his haunches, and he rears up, and he he heads out the door, and Clint's like, "Oh, hey, what what what, baby, what's going on?" Hold on, honey. We're getting out of here. And and you go you go zipping down the street. Um, Becky and Claire, do you follow them? <laughs> Becky's looking at the waiter and looking at Clint. They look an awful lot alike. And, and Claire's noticed that Becky's had a strange look and was qu questioning the the waiter. And now her, the hairs on the back of her neck are kind of standing up a little bit. So, Becky. So you just stand there staring at the guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Becky, what do you think's going on here? I, do, you don't think there's a chance that Clint has been cloned, do you? <gasps> uh, oh. you, guys, you guys want the bill? Uh, um, I'm going to need you to send it to this account right here. Uh, no, we, we, take, uh, we take gold and we take platinum. Uh, not cards, just the precious metals. Oh, uh, I guess here, Becky pulls off one of the rings that she stole from the pretext. <laughs> there you go. That should cover it. Oh, he, he takes it and he looks it over and says, oh, well, this'll, this'll, uh, this'll really cover it. And here, here, have some, uh, have some cinnamon flavored toothpicks. And he hands you a, a pack of, a couple packs of cinnamon flavored toothpicks. I just thank, thank you very much. Um, come again. And Becky just like side eyes him as she kind of like slowly walks backwards out the door. And he, he's just wiping off the counter and kind of stops and pauses and looks at that ring. Have you turned away yet? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's too bad because then you don't see this. He uh, he puts on the ring, and he disappears. 
and then he Aww. takes the ring off, and he's back. Oh, did I give him the one ring? And he slips the ring on, and he's invisible. And he slips the ring off, and you can see him again. And he says, huh, that's pretty cool, and puts it in his apron pocket. Goes back to wiping off the counter. So you guys have all left the, the Waffle House. Um, it is now 9.45. Uh, Amanda is on the back of a horse running down the street, apparently. <laughs> We we grabbed his mane and steered him to Madame Trousseau's. Oh, 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 oh baby, uh, we have to get you there very quickly. I call you, I call all the ladies, baby. You know, um, <laughs> so we have to get you there. Uh, hey, well, I've got you alone. What do you think the chances of uh, Becky giving in? I mean, giving in, deciding, agreeing to finally marry me and making honest an honest stallion out of me. Fabio, listen, you're a really great centuricorn, but I don't know if Becky's good enough for you. I love oh, her. Oh, what? She is, she is the love of my life. I know, but... And an amazing lover. She, as all accounts are, she is an amazing lover, but I just... <laughs> Becky was meant to be wild and free, not to be bridled and saddled. Oh, that was good. And ah. I just think that you would both be unhappy together. Why? Why? He, you see a little tear. For his, I mean, you're behind, but you can see tears welling up in his his big horse eyes. He's like, why would? Why would she make the sweet, sweet love with me if she did not want to be serious? She's so passionate. And sometimes she doesn't understand how deeply she does love. Oh. I think, <laughs> I think you have yes. given me many things to think about. Good. One, maybe this is true. Two, maybe you are her friend and full of shit and feeding me a line of BS. I do not know. But here, here is your destination. Fabio, I'll never be able to repay you for this. Oh, and you will never have to. I do it out of friendship and gratitude for your kindness. And he kind of kind of gets down on his knees so you guys can get off easier. And um, <laughs> so someone's there to help you. <laughs> As as after after you manage to work Clint's body off, uh, he's he's kind of like, um, what, what I, the lap? <coughs> excuse me, uh, hey. everything's been a blur. We we just left here, didn't we? We did, Clint. We have a lot to talk about. I, I got this bad taste in my mouth and my neck hurts. I know, honey. We just let let me get to Madame Tussaud. Trousseau? What's her name? Yeah, you know. Something? Something like that. <laughs> Let's get to the madam. And <laughs> then we can talk about it. And so you guys, you guys head in. And a few minutes later, Becky and, and Claire show up, I imagine. And we're going to fade away from the three of you walking into the waiting room of Madame Trousseau's and fade in on a little girl in a tunnel 
when one armed Chloe lifted up the tabs on her the bottom bottom half of her Hello Kitty poster and crawled into the tunnel in her room, <laughs> the poster flopped back down again to conceal the hole. And she started crawling through this tunnel that she had laboriously uh, carved with with implements that she'd she'd scavenged from around the tentacle monster caverns, and she crawls and crawls and crawls for probably about a hundred yards, and she comes across this this buried concrete pipe, and you can tell that she's been she's been picking away at that pipe too as well, trying to break into it, and and she she picks up a big rock. And pounds on this rock, on this, on this concrete pipe, a number of times, until it bursts, and a hole opens up. And she is, she is. We've got great foley work on this show now. Um, she's, she's just flooded with, with water, um, and pushed back a couple feet. And she struggles through and climbs into this pipe, and, and up ahead. Uh, it must be about 50 yards up ahead, though. But from above, she can see daylight. And she crawls, crawls ahead through this. It's it's actually not sewer pipe. It's actually it's actually just a drainage pipe, and so uh, it's fairly clean water. A little bit of mud, some bugs and spiders. Uh, but she crawls through this, and then she comes across, and she looks up, and the the serrated light is coming down because there's a grate over over the uh, the entrance there. And she crawls up this metal rusted metal ladder, and she pushes up on this grate. And with all of the strength in her one arm, she pushes it up and she sticks her head up. And she's in this middle of this kind of lowland, kind of grassy field. And she says, freedom. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, Share the show, unless you're, you know, too embarrassed, which we totally understand. Hey, you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com slash podcasts slash Becky and engage with us back soon with another episode. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.